Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories and lessons I've learned and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. The show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 48 of my Live Happier Through the Holidays series. This is part four, and it's grief. We're looking at grief this week. So let's get into the show. So this week's theme, we're looking at grief as we move through the holiday series. And if you've missed the previous episodes, which have been on priority setting and boundaries and joy, please go back and visit my website, live-happier.com backslash podcast, and you can listen to those previous episodes. But this week, we're specifically talking about grief. And I really wanted to cover grief in this series because grief and sadness is a big part of the holidays for a lot of people. And it's a part that we don't talk about very much because, you know, like last week's episode, it's supposed to be about joy and happiness and yay, it's the holidays. And for a lot of us, you know, anytime we have that forced merriment, (laughs) the opposite comes out and that's grief. And this holiday is, you know, the holiday season is tough because it brings up a lot of traditions and memories. And, you know, when we think of loved ones that we've lost, either maybe we've lost them this year or lost them in years past, or we think of, you know, holiday traditions that have died or moved on or we don't do them anymore. You know, the holidays bring up change and grief and sadness. And, you know, that pressure of having the Norman Rockwell holiday that a lot of us don't have because you know it honestly doesn't exist but we still have the pressure to have it and so it brings up some sadness and so my first tip for you in living happier through the holidays with grief grief is allowing it you know giving yourself permission to not be super merry all the time that is okay you know last week when we talked about joy I was really you know, stressing the importance that joy comes when we're intentional and when we're paying attention and we're looking for the moments of joy. And so, so often we push down our grief because we think we should be joyful or we should be happy or we shouldn't be feeling sad. When in reality, we already are feeling sad, you know, so giving yourself permission to feel, to feel the sadness, to remember the loved one, to to say their name, to bring up the memories, you know, with that idea that it's okay to feel whatever it is you're feeling and to just give yourself permission because when we don't allow it, we push it down and it becomes harder and, and more you know, it becomes worse because we've pushed down the feelings rather than just allowing them to come up and kind of have that bubbly surface. You know, for me, I I know, you know, I'm going through my own personal grief. I've talked about my father's illness with dementia and Parkinson's, and it's so challenging, you know, to have someone, to watch someone disappear with such a terrible disease. And the thing I've learned about grief and feelings is that they come, it comes and goes, you know, when we allow ourselves to feel sad, you know, someone can ask me, how's it going with your dad? And I can tap into that grief in a second. And then I tap out of it in a second, too. So just because, you know, someone asked, how's your dad, and I may tear up, doesn't mean the rest of the dinner is ruined, because I teared up, or I'm going to be in grief the rest of the time. No, when you allow that feeling, you can tap into it and tap back out of it. And you move through your feelings, you know, it it does feel a bit like a roller coaster. But it also can smooth out and 
and be like, this is okay that I'm tapping into my grief. And now I'm tapping back out and I'm going to be joyful. And that is the concept of living happier, that our feelings kind of flow, you know, and when we allow them, it doesn't become this huge spike of, you know, or trough. It's just, I'm feeling this right now, and then it's going to go away. And so the roller coaster of up and down and up and down becomes a little of a gentle rolling. And so when we live in the place of I can't feel grief, and we hold ourselves from feeling it, then inevitably, we're going to enter that trough, because it's too much to hold back. But when we allow our feelings to come and go in an, as they are, they kind of roll around and it becomes so much more fluid and loose. So I encourage you to really allow your feelings. You know, I talked a little bit about memories and, and having the memories. You know, I love the idea of a memory box or a memory stocking where if you've lost someone who's really important to you, you can write out those memories that you are thinking of when you think of that person around the holidays and then put them in the stocking or put them in that specific box and then have time you know, during the holidays to, to take those out and read them and share them with others. So you can you know bring the memories alive and, and share them with other people so they can learn more about the person you love and so it's a great way to bring the family together around someone who's who's gone and also a great way for you to heal yourself through sharing stories. And then the reminder that it's okay to skip holiday events. You know, back in um, previous episodes, I talked about making a plan for your holiday and, and you know, really getting specific on what it is you want to take part in or not take part in. And, you know, as we move through the holidays, you know, here we are in week three or four, I can't remember. <laughs> Um, you may decide, you know, that neighborhood party sounded really fun at the beginning of December, but now it doesn't sound real fun. It's okay to skip holiday events or to go for an hour and leave because it's just too much. So really honor where you are with your grief and sadness and to give yourself a break that you don't have to be holly jolly all the time. And then just the simple tip of moving your body. <laughs> I know that sounds really easy. And a lot of times when we're in grief and sadness, the last thing we want to do is to get out and move, especially when it's so cold outside. But I really encourage you to stretch or take a walk or do something that's honoring your body. Same with avoiding all, you know, balancing out cookies and sweets and making sure that you're getting some fruits and vegetables in addition to all the fatty foods that we eat around the holidays and making sure that you're not over drinking um, because that just brings up more grief and sadness. So giving yourself a little balance and putting your physical health first. And then finally, I have just two simple things that I um, want you to just have in your brain and remember. And one of them is that everyone has a story. And so often we, you know, my favorite saying is don't compare your insides to other people's outsides. And the holidays is ripe for that. We spend a lot of time comparing our insides to everyone else's outsides. And we see all these people around us being holly jolly and having a festive time and a wonderful holiday with all their friends. And, and we aren't feeling that internally. And so we allow ourselves to get more sad and more you know, more stuck in grief, because we're in this comparison that isn't accurate. You know, what we're seeing on everyone's outsides is not the true story. So just to remind yourself that, you know, that isn't accurate to compare your insides to everybody else's 
everybody else's outsides. And to also be comparing that, you know, everyone has a story, everyone is suffering, everyone is going through a loss or sadness or grief around this time of year, and always. And so to remember, you're not alone in whatever it is you're struggling with, that there are other people out there that also are struggling. And that's okay. And then the final tip is embracing the do over, you know, a lot of times when we're in sadness and grief, we get stuck in you know, we, we beat ourselves up for doing it wrong or not having the right response or feeling sad or whatever. But allowing yourself to embrace the do-over means you can go back and, and and say you're sorry. And you can go back and be like, oh, I wish I would have been able to come to that party, but I just couldn't do it. Or I wish I would have said such and such, but I just didn't and I apologize. So embrace that you have the ability to go back and do it over again and and say what it is you really wanted to say. And not everything needs to be done perfectly right out the front door. You know, you can really take some time to embrace that do over. Mostly, I just wish you a lot of grace and compassion for yourself around this time of year and going through the grief and the sadness and experiencing everything, you know, the grief, the sadness, the joy, the holly jolliness of the holidays, giving yourself permission to experience all that the holidays offer, which is joy and sadness and peace and sorrow and the whole thing, every gamut of emotions is what this holiday brings up. So giving yourself the the permission to ride that role that happens in life and allowing it to be. Because when we do that, we don't get stuck in all of the drama and conflict because we're avoiding our emotions. So we throw them up on other people. When we allow ourselves to feel sad when we're feeling sad, then we don't push it away and then yell at the dog because they did something wrong when really it was that we were sad. So give yourself permission to just be wherever you are and give yourself a lot of grace and compassion around it. Okay, that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Stories from the Quest to Live Happier podcast comes out every week. If you have questions, please email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com. And until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.